Hi, we're Robin and Shelby, and you're listening to the Rising Rebel podcast. Through this podcast, our vision is to empower women to go for their dreams and have the courage to stand in their power. If you are someone who wants to live consciously, explore and shift your mindset, deepen your desire for personal growth, and really rebel against the shoulds and limiting beliefs that are holding you back, you've come to the right place. Here, we dig deep into the journey back to self and uncover that inner knowing that allows us to live from a place of alignment and authenticity. If the universe has placed us in your path, get ready because we're going on a wild and expansive ride. If you're on a journey of self-discovery, we've created something spectacular for you. It's called the Evolve and Expand Online Retreat, and it's launching this fall. We're curating the best teachers, experts, and coaches from around the globe to bring you a -a one-of-a-kind learning experience. Some of our own biggest breakthroughs have happened when we least expected it, and often from leaders and teachers who weren't even on our radar. We believe that blending and finding a balance of modalities to serve, expand, and evolve your mind, body, and soul is really the secret sauce to initiating quantum shifts. Visit www.evolveandexpandretreats.com and sign up to be notified when tickets are available for pre-sale. It's coming soon, and trust us, you don't want to miss out on this. Hello, magical humans. Oh my gosh, you guys are gonna love this episode. Today we have Amy Elizabeth on the podcast and she is just unreal. Amy is the CEO of the multi-million dollar human design brand, Align by Design, where she brings all the elements and integration of human design in a way you've never experienced it before. Amy's work creates transformation based on ease, flow, magnetism, and quantum leaps. All of her work is completely centered around integration and embodiment of human design. She's an expert in seeing, understanding, and creating energetic strategies that will work for your business based on your own energy. She's a 5-1's planet projector and a former teacher who trailblazed in the online coaching industry, bringing human design mainstream and changing her entire life leaning into human design during the most trying moments of her transformation. She has elevated and rapidly expanded her business while raising three beautiful manifesting generator children, Lila, Lucy, and Hendrix. In this new abundance stage of her life, she has entered into a beautiful relationship with her love, and together they have a blended family of seven. She offers high-level coaching and group programs based on alignment, manifestation, and energy types. We will make sure to include all of the information on where to find her in the show notes because we know you are going to want to binge her stuff, seriously though. And if you haven't heard of human design before, be prepared to have your mind blown. Our conversation actually honestly went far beyond just human design. I was literally tearing up listening to her just share her story and you know all the adversity that she's been through even though I've actually heard it before and she's just so inspirational and resilient and we are just so grateful to have her on the podcast today to share her wisdom with you all. Welcome Amy we're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you guys so much I'm so excited to be here. We have been looking forward to this conversation. Shelby and I have gone down the human design rabbit hole ourselves, and it is so absolutely amazing and just so insightful to kind of reflect on on ourselves and our kind of gain a little bit more awareness about what makes us tick or kind of make sense of all these things we've been feeling or thinking, but haven't really had, you know, couldn't pin our finger on it. So you have such an incredible and inspirational story and we definitely want to dive into that and you know for anybody who hasn't come across Amy yet you are in for a treat but before we get too far down I wanted to just start off with the basics because I think there's going to be some people that have heard of human design and there's probably going to be some that are like, what the heck is this? So before we get too far down um, the conversation, can we just start with what it is, uh, maybe some of the basics, you know, how you got started, how you found it, just kind of start people off so they have a bit of knowledge as we're going through the conversation to kind of preface it and give some context. 
Yeah, of course. So human design is an energetic DNA system. So it allows us to understand how we're meant to operate, what our potential is and our limitless potential and how we really align our life, our doing, our action, our being and the receiving of other energies around us. So once we begin to understand that, we literally have like a roadmap of our ultimate success, our ultimate satisfaction. So it's very logical. It's very straightforward. But on top of that are so many layers of differentiation. It, it is called the science of differentiation. So every single person is going to have a different experience with the logical system. So that's where so many people get confused. They're like, oh, this, 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 or it must be this, or it must be this exact way and begin to limit themselves when the whole structure, the whole system was actually meant to be limitless when we understand the entire process of differentiation per personal experience. So there's five different energy types. So these energy types are essentially how we operate within our energy system and how other people receive us. And then when we understand the other of how we work really well together, or how we understand the other person. So there's a manifester, a projector, reflector, generator, and manifesting generator. Now, the only ones that are consistent energy beings are the generators, which is you guys, and then the manifesting generators. Um, the other three, projector, manifester, and reflector are called non-energy beings. And that doesn't mean we don't have energy, but we actually just don't have a consistent source of ongoing energy in our internal system where you guys do. So we, we differentiate in the way that we show up our amount of energy that we have in a day, how often it needs to be restored for you guys, what you're getting excited about, what's actually giving you energy, what you're responding to that's creating more energy for you guys. So it's all about the operation system inside of us. And the basic of the five energy types is going to give you so much insight in the how, the who, the why, and essentially the best forms of operation for you. Yeah, it was really interesting when we first discovered our energy type and we realized that we were both generators and then we kind of went down that rabbit hole and we're like, okay, what does this mean? We listened to your podcast, we figured it out and we're like, oh, that's why we have like limitless energy when we're lit up about something. And when we're not lit up about something, we're like, mm, I don't, this is, it just frustration is like everywhere. And it it's what human design for me is one of those things where you go, of course it's that way. Like, you know what I mean? When you hear new things, you're like, of it's just something that it's like your soul knows, but your brain is still catching up. Exactly. Like, exactly. So it's essentially like anytime people read or find out what they are or how their system works, they're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Or that's why that works then. Or that's why that didn't work then. And then we also have the other people that are so disappointed when they hear it. And they're like, no, I want to be the opposite. Right. So it's like what yeah. we don't have, but it really is. We've experienced so many times. I always talk about this in human design. If you're to look back on your life, you're going to experience moments when you were in alignment when things worked you know and it's really because you were aligned without knowing that you were you were trying to be aligned but it all works that way and then moments of like massive frustration or massive bitterness or when things quote unquote didn't work and it's because we were misaligned right but we don't know that but we can look back on our lives in hindsight and really understand how that fit or how that didn't fit when you said that disappointment I will be completely transparent here. I had a moment of that. When I learned my type, I was like, oh, I wanted to be a manifester. Like I love all things, you know, magical manifestation. And I thought I was a little bit disappointed to be a, to be a generator. But what I was actually more disappointed about was the theme was to respond and for me, I thought, no, I'm a creator. Like, I can't just be waiting around to respond to people. But then when I got deeper into it and I realized that it's like my body's response, that sacral hit of this is right, this isn't right for me, it made a lot more sense. But when I first saw that, I just thought, nah, like, I don't, I don't think this is, this isn't accurate. And then when I got into it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is on point, like to a T. Yeah, you know what, like it's the, the thing about human design is that it's explained in so many ways that again, feel so limiting, feel so like rule following or 
like you can't be a creator if you're responding to something, right? It sounds a certain way that you're you're put in a box or restricted. But when we go deeper into understanding your entire design and how everything works together, you understand that like there's limitless potential in what you're working with and how you're working with it. But a lot of people will get really turned off because they do feel very defined or limited, right? In a definition of something, but it really is the playing with it and the understanding of how all of these pieces come together and how the whole system works, which creates that ultimate freedom. Yeah. So I think what, what I'm taking from this is probably the way that human design will work the most magical is if people really stand in their personal power while using human design, not using human design to like fix something or to, you know, make something better, but like adding it on to an already powerful place that you feel in your body. And so we always talk about, you know, it's a journey back to self. It's about being able to like stand in your own power. And it's like, be the CEO of your own life. That's really kind of like the vibe we have inside of the rising rebel. And so this is like, when you think of the CEO of your own life, I think of like Amy Elizabeth, you know, so we know a little bit about your story. You used to be a school teacher. So we definitely want to go back into like the human design part, but can you please tell us a little bit about your magical story? Because it's very inspiring and not some, it's something where it's going to allow people to be like, oh, sweet. Like that's possible. Yeah. Like, I think what you're saying is that human design is such a logical, like, here's how you do it. But when people take it and try to apply A, B, C, D, it doesn't work. You have to be Mm -hmm. willing to be courageous and to look at your life and be like, yep, out of alignment, out of alignment, out of alignment. How do I show up differently? How do I, you know, see the circumstance or the situation and redirect it in the way that is true for me? So it does take a lot of self-trust and a lot of power where people are just looking for that check, 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 check. It's not going to work, right? You have to embody it. So yeah, thank you. I mean, my story is pretty wild, even reflecting back to myself. It's pretty crazy. So in 2018, I um, was on my mat leave with my second daughter. I have three children now, but at the time I had two and I was on mat leave with her. And I was like, I want to do something for myself. I saw somebody that does, um, that did life coaching. I had no idea what it was. I was kind of like in the self-development beginning stages, um, especially while I was on mat leave from teaching. At that time, a lot of mindset work, gratitude, kind of beginning stages stuff. And I was like, you know what? Like, I just, I'm going to do something for myself. Like, let's explore it. Let's see what this is. And she the first conversation was like, do you have any trauma in your life? And I was like, no, like I had no idea. You know, I was like, nothing bad happened. I came from a very average family. You know, I I didn't know what that meant. Um, But essentially that was like conditioning, right? So I went into work with her and just uncovered that, you know, I really had a desire for more in my life. I had no idea what that looked like, what that meant. Um, I didn't come from an entrepreneur background. It was very, again, I went to school. I went to teacher's college. I got a job right away. I got married. I had a kid. I was having a second kid. You know, it was a very typical standard life. Um, so as I began to explore this, I just knew I wanted more and I felt this like drive inside of me that I was born for more and that I could create that. Um, so I just kind of trusted it. I'm splenic for those that don't know a part of our authority and how we make decisions. One of them could be splenic. So it was just very intuitive. I just felt these calls and I answered them. Um, and then I, in the end of 2018, I joined a mastermind with uh, my long-term mentor, Melanie Ann Lair. I saw that she was making like 80K a month. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, sign me up. Let's go. And I was like, I just want to make my yeah. money back in this mastermind. Like, what do I have to lose? It was like 5K. It was a lot of money. I didn't have the I did not have the money to do that. Um, and the whole time I was like, okay, human design, human design, human design. Like, I'm going to just like, I don't know how to talk about this. I don't know how to bring it to the forefront. I don't know how to talk about it. I was like, so afraid of judgment and shame and like what people are going to say and my peers and teaching. Um, so at this point I've integrated human design into my own life and I was just starting to like 
have a passion business on the side. Um, so I realized everything that was out of alignment. I was working all day as a teacher. I was coming home to my kids. Um, my marriage at the time was beginning to become really shaky. I was taking on a lot of responsibility and I was just so out of alignment, but I knew that and saw it. And this was kind of my like, okay, let's, let's go for this. Let's see where this leads. So in 2018, I posted my first video, finally ripped off the bandaid and I was like human design and talked about it to the world and literally my life changed. Um, I got pregnant in January, 2019. I found out that my now ex-husband was into some very dark stuff and was kind of living this alternative life. Um, he had an entire year where I was fully supporting him, but I didn't know what was going on. We were pregnant. I was basically by myself raising these two little kids pregnant like again like I don't know what's happening like basically my life is going like this like in shambles um continue to invest in mentorship I took a leave from teaching because I was so stressed I was getting panic attacks at work um and I was like I'm gonna go full alignment in my business I'm gonna be a full alignment projector well I heal from the stuff that's going on and process stuff and take a leave from teaching like that was a really big step it was letting go of all quote-unquote safety um security financial security um you know future security and I had a really hard time understanding that there was like limitless potential and I could do more outside of it so um ended up having my son in august of 2019 at that month i had a 26k month like i had gone from like again a teaching salary to like 26k in october of that september with him i launched my podcast so he's on my very beginning episodes you can hear his little baby noises he was like two weeks old and then i continued coaching at that time i literally would be like nursing him on a coaching call i was just like i'm just doing the thing i'm just doing it um i had a 42k month in october of that year and as I was rising, my partner was going in the opposite direction. Like it was getting really intense, really heavy, really dark. He was in just not a good place. January, um, 2020, um, I found out he, like everything that was going on in his life and literally it ended like in seconds, we were done. He walked out the door and did not return. We didn't even talk. He didn't see my kids. Like it was like a, literally he disappeared. Um, so I had my four month old baby and I had my two kids. This was right before COVID happened where all kids were home. Like literally the series of events was crazy so that month i obviously went into like big panic big lack big scarcity there was a whole bunch of financial bills that were not paid for every responsibility put on me while i was dealing with the reality of what just happened like it was crazy um and then all these eyes looking at me like my family like are you okay are you okay are you gonna be okay and i'm like yeah we're good i'm good like and i had no idea what to do i was just like literally developed so much faith um, so I had a 9K month that month. And then in May of that year, I had a six-figure cash month. So it literally transpired into something so great, so big. I actually felt so much freedom for the first time in a long time because I was carrying such um, a burden inside of our relationship that him leaving was like ultimate freedom. But I had to like really work through a lot of like triggering moments, things that would pop up, you know, I, the world shut down, which in a projector way, like was so good. I was able to create so much safety for my kids during such a traumatic time, like kind of kept them in a little safe bubble. Like it all quote unquote worked for me, but I had to be able to see the perspective that it was working for me because there was a really, um, like I could have took a really hard left and I had to pull myself back. I had to be like, this is happening for me. I get to be a thriving single mother. I get to redefine what this means. I get to rise. This gets to be my time. Like I had to create these beliefs for myself and my kids that were empowering and then that were a match for where I was going. And that was the work. Like that was a lot of intense, really deep work. Well, so much unknown. Like he literally just disappeared. I didn't hear from him. I didn't have any support. Like he wasn't involved in my kids' lives. Like it was just like, we were just like, what happened? Like my life just got flipped, you know? Um, so it was a very wild time and I just stayed the course. I literally put my head down and I was like, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing. All of my work within human design, I was able to continue to grow that. My certification program, 
my signature programs. Um, I showed up really unapologetic that year. We crossed a million dollars in my business, which again, I went from teacher salary, 245K, a million dollars, like didn't make any sense um, and continue to just transform my, my, my mind, my way of being, my alignment, my reality, and things just continue to get better with a lot of polarity in between. <laughs> Essentially, that's the story. So now fast forward, we've made multi, multi millions, continue to grow every single year. Um, I have a new partner in my life. We actually have a blended family of seven. We've moved houses, like just literally from five years ago to now, entire different life. I, you literally had me in tears there because I can just, you're, story is so inspirational because like the odds were stacked up against you in a way like when you're saying you know I could have gone hard left and I decided to you know continue to follow my heart and continue to do what was in alignment making those choices are already well it's hard to learn how to make decisions and choices from a place of alignment if you haven't already been doing that for a long time so to kind of dig into this self-development space find your niche like human design and then to stay so committed and true to that and true to yourself regardless of all of the outside influences that were happening and like all these incredibly difficult things that were happening in your life like it is difficult for someone to achieve that level of success or you know have that staying power within themselves at the best of times, but the fact that you did it in the middle of all this chaos is what really moves me. And Shelby and I, I think like maybe this is the piece that makes me tear up, but over the past year, we had babies three days, four days apart. And so our maternity leave has just been us pouring our heart and soul into this work and kind of creating and like everything else is pretty freaking great in our life right now. And I, we can still see, you know, it's, it's challenging. You're juggling a lot. You're trying to find a balance. Like, so the fact that you were able to do that with, you know, with all these other outside influences and circumstances and challenges is just such a testament to like your, your truth and your alignment. And, you know, how did you, how did you get so crystal clear so fast in like, I am, this is what I'm doing. This is in alignment. This is not like, is it through that like human design, like really embodying that human design piece and just trusting that, that, or cause it, it it's very unique. Like that quality for you is so unique. And I think it's what really like draws us to you in a way. Oh, thank you. And th congratulations to you guys. Such an exciting time. But you know what? I think I, it was, it was first of all, yeah, like a calling. Like I truly feel like I answered a calling and I trusted myself to answer that calling, you know? And like, I found human design while I was on a run. Like it was just in my ears, like all of these things that just lined up, I like jumped on them. You know, when people wait and they're like, oh, I should have done the thing. I was like, like, I look back and like, I did the thing. Like every time something showed up in my face, I was like, let's go. So I didn't hesitate on it. And I, I think it really was a divine calling for me to do this. And I was just courageous enough to, to let that happen. And then, you know, I really had to allow myself the perspective, like a lot of it was perspective. I remember days where I was like, Oh my God, I'm alone. You know, I'm raising these three little babies by my, I'm literally celebrating with my four-year-old, <laughs> you know, like I'm celebrating like a hundred K with a four-year-old or like my parents. And I didn't talk to them about money. There was that whole issue, you know? So it'd be like a secret celebration. Like I'd invite them over to celebrate, but they didn't know what we were celebrating. It was like, I had to just be like, okay, like let myself get it and just bring in whatever good I can. And yeah, you know what, celebrate by myself and do these things. And I had to really let myself see what I was doing was 
great and incredible when there were so many, again, opportunities where I could be like, this sucks and I'm alone and nobody gets it. Nobody's celebrating with me. And, you know, I have to change diapers in the middle of the night and the only one doing it. I'm the only one waking up. Like there's nobody there. Like I really had to be like, I'm supposed to do this right now. I'm learning through this. Like I'm experiencing this for like the greater good. Like I really believed that, that I was experiencing everything I was experiencing, like for me, for other people. So yeah, it was really like, that's what happens. And and that's like the mindset that I continue to have. And I had to develop that. And obviously I had mentorship and, and my peers where I could, where I could calibrate to and really bring in, you know, a lot of this industry in this world is so misunderstood. Like I can't just go talk to my friend about it, you know, like, you know, be like, so like, I'm really disappointed in myself. Like I only made 20 K later, like what? Like, you know, like, like it doesn't make any sense. Or like, yeah, like I'm really afraid to make this post. And like, you know what I mean? Like all of those things. So I really leaned into like, okay, they get me. And I allowed myself to be understood in these places and that to be enough and not like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. Where most people kind of settle into that normalcy of like needing something over there. I was like, I'm good there. And they fulfill whatever needs there. And over here is the place where I'm going to grow and I'm going to seek that growth. Okay. I didn't see myself asking this question, but all of a sudden I'm like, I kind of want to go there. So the way that you talk about money as a woman, as a woman is so refreshing. And in my opinion, like it's just needed so much more to really stand in your power when it comes to making wealth. And we don't, you know, obviously in like this little world that we're all in, we do see women like celebrating wealth, but in the big scheme of things in the big world, it's very small. And a lot of times, you know, women will just be like, oh yeah. Um, and I'm a millionaire. Like just, just putting it in there. Whereas like in this space, a lot of people are really claiming this incredible wealth that they're building. Has it always felt really natural for you to talk about money or is that something that you had to work on? Cause I really think that's something that's very beautiful and we could all use more of. Yeah. Thank you. No, I agree. And no, it was very uncomfortable, <laughs> very uncomfortable. <laughs> I had to do so much money mindset and understanding of money. Again, I came from like a conservative family, like your traditional, like you don't talk about money. You don't share that stuff. Um, I came from, experiencing money in a, a way of like, you don't go into debt and, you know, you only spend what you make and like savings and like, you know, kind of the scarcity. Um, so I had to really do a lot of that work. And actually in the year that I made a million dollars, I didn't like my first million, I didn't talk about money online at all until October of that year. So um, part of it was because of my separation and what I would put online. I wanted to be very careful and protective. Um, but then another part actually I had to work through where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. And like, I want to celebrate that. So I'm going to have to tell my parents. I'm going to have to call my brothers and tell my brothers. Like, I was like, oh no. So I had to like, you know, quote unquote, woman up and be like, here's what's happening. Like, it's really great. You know, I had to learn how to celebrate money and I had to like go to the places that were the most sensitive and open up about that. Cause I think it's really easy again, online, we can put a camera in our face and it's easy to just show up and do the thing and be the thing, but to show up like that in person and to own that, especially in the places where you're most afraid to do that um, is where we actually have to. So having those difficult conversations behind the scenes and not like I thought they were going to say anything bad, but like, you know, the things that come up, like, are you doing something illegal? <laughs> like, also yeah, like totally. the shame of how I'm making money where like my brothers are working 40 plus hours a week and they're, you know, very successful in standard, you know, realms. Right. And then I'm coming in here. I'm like, yeah, I work like eight hours a week and I've made a million dollars. Like what? <laughs> it's like not fair. So I had to work through that guilt. I had to work through that shame. I had to work through all of that to really be able to own it. But ultimately what it comes down to, and then even like, you know, um, like people that I'm around now, like friends, like they, as, as men, they're very wealthy and they do really well. And I still walk in the room. I'm like, I make more money than anyone here, like by a landslide, like probably today, you know? So it's like a very weird conceptualization and understanding of like online reality in our industry and then real life reality. And to be able to own that. And even to embody like Four years ago, I didn't own one luxury item and now I can go out and like, I love it and I purchase things and it's like a weird, I was talking to my boyfriend the other day, I was like, 
like sometimes I'm like, I feel like it's weird that I'm just so like, it's just normal, you know, like it's like a weird fast movement, but it is like what I'm meant to have, you know, and what I'm meant to be. And I think like working through that, like people have to really, really work through like any lack or any unworthiness. Like I really am like, I know I'm meant to be like, quote unquote, rich in all of the ways, like money, time, freedom, health, happiness. Like I stand for that, but I had to work to allow myself to know that and to claim that. I think that's key, right? Hearing you talk about that as well, I think it clicked for me why it feels so authentic and natural when you talk about it. And I wonder if it's kind of linked to your story in a way that it's funny because most people wouldn't have kind of been trying to like keep it, you know, hush hush or like not share it. But they, the first moment there's something exciting to share, like they're online sharing it, whereas yours was almost the opposite and kind of coming around to the fact that hey, I did this really great thing, like, you know, but for me, it's crystal clear that it was never performative. It was never those celebrations came from a pure place when you were saying, I'm celebrating with a four year old, like that's you're celebrating for the sake of celebrating or inviting your parents for dinner. They don't know what you're celebrating. So that's a really pure intention to celebrate because it's truly just for you. And so when that celebration really is just for you, because you're lit up and you want to celebrate, I think that's what really comes across in like how pure it is and the authenticity behind it and that it isn't performative. You're not doing it for external validation. You're doing it to show others like, look what's possible for you. If I can do it, you can do it. And that's something Shelby and I talk about time and time again is first of all, surrounding yourself with people that support you and lift you up and inspire you. But also, to your brain will find evidence of anything. So why not find evidence of what's possible? Like, you know, calibrating, as you mentioned, to these people that are doing these amazing things. Like when you spent, you know, five grand you didn't really have on this spectacular mentor who then you got to calibrate to, like that's a huge trust in yourself. And you mentioned as well, like feeling like this was a divine calling. And even though you were kind of doing this on your own, you know, closed towards the, the, you know, world shut down with COVID and you still have that power to kind of stick with it and do that. Like for me, I'm, I'm hearing a bit of a sense of like the universe has my back. Like I am meant to do this. This is me just answering that call. Like it's coming from a greater force outside myself. It's coming from source or whatever you want to call it, right? Completely. Yeah. And I think you made some really good points where like, you know, I think part of the industry where there's been like anger or resentment forward is that, yeah, people were expecting, like coming in and expecting, like, I want to make my 100K. I want a six-figure month. And they're coming in with the intention to do that. I came in with the intention of bettering my life. I came in with the intention of, yeah, answering a calling and bringing something to the world. You know, I really, I didn't show up and and wasn't like, I must make this money. In fact, I was like, I don't want to leave my teaching job because I'm making consistent money, you know? So it's like, we have to be willing to see, I think, our attachment and our our triggers and our shadow. And I call it like the unsexy work, but there's always unsexy work. And if we don't uncover that and just again, try to be aligned without doing that unsexy work, it's going to pop up and it's going to be that point of resistance for you. So I think with, with people in the industry, they've shown up with an expectation that like they deserve this or somebody else did it. So they need to have it. And it puts pressure on and takes away the process rather than leaning into the process and seeing what happens. When you mention unsexy work, because I know you mentioned that that's kind of like your uh, your digging in term. What's the what's the main unsexy work that you do in your life? I mean, it continues to change. So, I mean, there was a period of time, like at the very beginning, like the unsexy work was pointing out every piece of a misalignment for me and being like, I misaligned here. I misaligned here. I misaligned here. How am I going to change that? What am I going to do differently? And then it led into when I got into the industry, a lot of the unsexy work was 
comparison. It was like, she's doing it that way. She's doing it faster. She's growing this way. How can I detach and, and stay in my lane, right? And and feel deserving of and own this and bring my way forward instead of getting swept up in that. Um, and then other and sexy work has been holding my power and and learning to navigate, you know, like normal life and this life and how I blend the two and how I, you know, show up in my power and own my power and trigger people in my life that don't understand this and not let go of this and still be my most authentic self without needing to be like, talking about a 20k day, you know, like, how do I navigate and manage it all? Um, and then as we blended a family, a lot of my sexy work was renavigating my space and relearning how to be a projector in, you know, the up leveled lifestyle that I've I gained inside of that relationship. So that last year with a lot of the unsexy work, um, pressure too. I think last year was a big year of like, navigating pressure like what it feels like to be the main earner the main like i didn't experience that in my past relationship so i went literally a 180 i went from he was the main earner although we didn't share bank accounts like things were taken care of i didn't need to worry about that i was aware of money but like he made more than me to now me making this much you know it's also like a weird expectation that people have where you're like oh my god you're making this much money you can pay for this 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 is this right so navigating like whoa how do i show up in a relationship now with seven people in our family extended my lifestyle kind of pushed my own like comfort level in a lot of ways and not feel pressure and still be in my zone of magic. You know, how do I do that? So I think at every stage of life, there's a new layer that shows up for you to be working through. For me, hearing that is just, it is kind of validation that this is a lifelong learning process for everybody. It's not you get to this place and you're like, sweet, I'm golden, all done my healing, like nothing to work on here. It's an evolution, right? And when you get to different levels, like I bet you never predicted that those would be the challenges that you would be having today, right? And so that's why it is lifelong, because as you change and grow and your life shifts and, you know, these, you know, the, you, the, your authenticity comes out and you find new ways of kind of letting that shine through, you're going to have different challenges than you had five years ago or even six months ago. And so much of your story, I'm like quantum leap, quantum leap, quantum leap. And I know for Shelby and I, we, things shift so fast. And I think part of that is, you know, maybe our generator kind of thing where we're like, that feels aligned. We're going, we're not thinking twice we're going. And so much of your story is very similar. You didn't, if it felt right, if it felt aligned, you moved. And so I think it's just kind of nice for everyone to hear. It doesn't matter where you are in your life or what level of success you've achieved. We're all human and we all all have this like unsexy work that we're going to continue to do on ourselves, that we're going to continue to kind of take accountability for because recognizing it is one thing, but like, are you actually going to take accountability that, oh, I was out of alignment there. And that's one thing that you said, like if I wasn't in alignment, I kind of took accountability for that and worked on that piece. And so I think a lot of us would rather, you know, go through life, not necessarily taking accountability for those things because it's hard. It's hard to be really honest with yourself about where things are coming from or why they're coming up. And that's really why I think like human design is a tool that people can add to their toolkit just for that self-awareness to kind of, ref for that self-reflection or to take accountability for themselves or to maybe see themselves in a different light than they maybe haven't been willing to look at thus far or, you know, yeah, completely. And that's the thing is like, as you're like human design is what most people want to use human design for is in your ideal scenario and situation, right? Like if it was, if I were on an Island and this, this would happen, right. And I'd have all this success in the world or all the satisfaction in the world when reality it's like, all right, the world's going to, it's going to shake you up. Right. And how do you show up then in alignment, knowing your human design, knowing all of these elements and pieces of you, how are you going to be that 
when this presents itself. And I think that is like, it really is a lifelong evolution. Like even being in this relationship now with my partner, like there's been so many things that came up that like were a a portal of success for me single. Like when I was single, like I could do all the things like, you know, independent and, and I didn't need anybody. And then it's like, wait a second, I chose to have somebody in my life. Yes, I don't need anything, but I want that. Now, how am I going to break down what worked for me before in order to have a harmonized relationship, right? And to find a different level of success here. There's like, you get something and you master something and then it's like something else, right? And that's the point of like continued desire and more and more and more, you get something else that you want and then there's going to be the polarity of it. Hmm. So... You talk about alignment a lot, as do we. Sometimes it's this like almost buzzword that flies around. And I don't know that everybody fully understands alignment. And so would you take a little bit of time explaining what it means to you, but also kind of coming back into that human design? Because I know we have, so we all have energy types. Robin and I are the generators. And then it gets broken down into things that help you feel whether you're aligned or not. So is can we kind of go down that rabbit hole of alignment, maybe your take on what it means, and then we'll go into like human design as far as that goes? Yeah. So basically for me, I understand alignment as like our mind, our, our action, like our body, and then our soul all feeling literally in a place of alignment. So our energetics, our physical body, so our actions match our thoughts, match, match our state of being, right? Everything matches. So if I think something, I'm going to take an action on that and my energy will be aligned to support that. So I think that's the tangible doing of it. You're the same behind the scenes as you are in front and you're the same inside. Um, And then in a human design perspective, like I always see things in like a scale. So I either go high frequency, low frequency. So alignment would be high frequency. Misalignment would be low frequency. And then I also scale things in like, you know, on, on like literally a zero to a 10, like how aligned are we here? How are you working with this? So the places that we're going to be seeking that is obviously the easiest indicator is through your energy type and understanding your alignment and misalignment theme. So for a generator and many gens, your alignment is satisfaction, right? So anytime you feel satisfied, it's like ding, 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 aligned. Anytime you feel frustration, big alarm, uh, uh, like misaligned. For a projector, alignment would be success. Misalignment would be bitterness. For a manifester, peace would be alignment. And then anger would be your misalignment. So then for a reflector, we have surprise as your success and then, or as your alignment, surprise would be your alignment. And then misalignment would be disappointment. So those are like the biggest indicators where like, if we're like HD 101, All you need to play with is that. Where do you feel success for a projector? Where do you feel bitterness, right? Take your energy type and take those two things and start surveying your life. Like, yes or no, am or not. Um, And then like looking through, this is where you have to go a little bit deeper inside of understanding the elements, but we have these centers inside of our designs, which are either colored in, which means they're defined, which is consistent for you where they're white. So they're not colored in, which means they're undefined for you, which means you don't have consistent energy there. So then we basically have to go through these, figure out what each of them represents and mean and what the energy is utilized for. And then if you're working out of it and it's white, it's not going to work. You're going to be misaligned, right? You're going to feel something. You're going to feel exhausted. You're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel depression. Like all of these feelings will come through depending on a center. Um, If it's defined, we want to figure out, are you actually even using it? There's so many people that have definition in their chart and then they're not even using it. And then they're like, I don't know, like I'm trying, they try to work out of the undefined centers instead of the defined centers. That's another indicator. We want to kind of scale what's happening there. And then another big one is your profile. So I'm a 5'1", we're actually all fives here. So we have two numbers that make up our profile. And most of the time, people are either unconsciously working out of their profile, like utilizing it, or they're actually trying to be entirely other ones, like other profiles. So we have numbers one to six, and then 12 different combinations of it. Um, So I'm a 5'1". So 
that representing like, am I showing up as that? Am I dropping all of the other lines and not trying to be them and just owning my fifth line and my one line and literally only using that? So that's another place where we're going to begin to scale and rate like, am I doing it? Am I not doing it? Am I overusing my five line and not utilizing my one line? All of these will take us either into more alignment if we're utilizing them properly or a higher frequency of them or a lower frequency and misaligned. When you talked about the centers, I would say that is the that is up to that point. So the lines, the the type, the you know the sacral authority, all of that. I'm like yes, yes. And it's the more I would listen, especially you know like listening to your podcast specifically on the generator ones or specifically on the certain lines or whatever was so useful because how you speak about it really resonates with me. Just like that's why there's so much room for so many different people in this space is because the way one person is going to say it will maybe land with you. And so, but where the centers come in, that's where I kind of got lost. So I am excited to explore that a bit further. Um, and for people who have, they don't know what their human design is. They're like, what the heck are these lines you're talking about? How do I know what kind, what type I am? I did one through your website. Um, can you explain a little bit how people can go if they're kind of lit up and curious about what you're talking about here? How can they go explore more? And how can they, even when you're talking about alignment, start playing around with that? Start investigating that a bit. Yeah. So um, I like to use mybodygraph.com. I just find it really clean and really easy to use. So www.mybodygraph.com. You literally all you need, like this is not a personality test. This is not like a changing, you know, on the spectrum of what you answer. It's literally your energetic DNA. All you need is your birthday. You do need your accurate birth time and then your location of birth. You plug those in and it will generate your chart for you. So then from there, my best recommendation would be book a human design reading. So I do have two readers on my team, but this will give you the base information of all of these places to begin go experimenting and exploring. And it will give you an, a, a deeper insight of your holistic chart, right? So if I'm, let's say a projector, and I'm super defined. So I have a lot of definition. I may not resonate with everything I read of just being a projector because I may have more energy utilizing more of those centers, right? Where a generator that's super undefined and all they hear is they have energy to go, 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 go. And they're sitting there being like, I'm exhausted and I actually don't have energy. They may be like, what's wrong with me, right? So getting somebody to look at your whole chart and how all of those places interact and, and play together is going to be really important. And it will give you more to go off of to begin actually aligning with. Um. Okay, well, my mind's made up because I was just saying to Robin the other day, I was like, I really think I'm going to book one of, a reading with one of Amy's team members. Like I was so, so close and literally my palms are sweating, my whole body's tingling. I'm like, yep, doing it. The second I get off this call, it's happening. So which leads me to say, I say the word obsessed all the time. It's like, it's it's how I describe when I'm so aligned with something. I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. And this is how I'm kind of currently feeling about human design. I'm like, I'm obsessed with this. And I know that you actually use that word too. And it maybe is even one of the names of your programs or something. Yeah. I can't remember, but I remember being like, oh, we have that in common. Is that our lines because we share the five one or where does that like obsession thing come from? Totally. Um, as yeah, I mean, for first of all, for generators, like that's part of your mastery is like obsession. Like you latch on to okay. something and it's like a single lane go 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 like that's part of like like really? you just said your alignment um but then as a five one like we really are here to like learn right like we get like i was obsessed i was obsessed with human design like i would study i like all i would do was infuse myself with learning about it like that's it so it is like that one line that really latches on to knowledge information learning growing expanding and then your fifth line in combination it's like you're ready to share you want to learn you want to like take action on that. Hmm. Interesting. 
Oh, I, I feel like we could pick your brain all day here, but I, you have so many, you have a great website, you have so many things going on and your podcast. Like I know we both have personally binged and kind of scrolled through the, maybe we heard the ones when your baby were, was babbling in the background, but, um, so what do you have going on? If people are like, what is this magical thing? How can I get more involved with it? What do you have going on and where can they find you? Oh, thank you. Well, I have so much. My business actually has, we've been like through so many changes in the last year. So I've been doing a lot of contract work with Melanie and Layer. Um, so her and I have a few human design things um, with an Alpha HD. So I have profiles and lines that is in collaboration with Melanie. Um, so you can check out our stuff or her stuff and it's all kind of linked together. And then I have my personal stuff within my brand. So right now I'm launching PPP, which is Projector Powered Paradigm. Um, just for projectors, I have P MMP, which is Money, Magnetism, Sex and Power for many Gens and Gens. We have our HD readers. And then I have Oh, so I have, oh, I have something called The Trigger, which is a, a short three-month membership, which is actually all the unsexy work. So I'm just in there literally triggering and activating um, on like kind of the biggest portals towards expansion and growth that I experienced and I know are a big trigger for people in my world. So we're going to explore the unsexy work of attachment inside of that. Um, so that's a three-month quick membership. And I don't know, there's a lot going on. So you can check, I have evergreens, I have a whole shebang of stuff. <laughs> there's a lot. So just yeah, find your website's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Your Instagram, everything is gorgeous. Everything that you do is just so like aligned with your vibe. Like you just, oh, the whole thing is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> when I saw, I've been seeing a lot lately about the trigger, and I thought, that is amazing. What a cool offering for people to dig into because something Shelby and I talk about is that, you know, in the past when we'd find ourselves getting triggered, it kind of almost be a feeling of, oh, this again, or a little feeling of defeat or, oh, I'm actually not perfect after all, <laughs> you know, or, but then it turned into this thing where, oh, I'm triggered and getting curious and actually kind of getting excited because noticing it first that it's happening and then being aware of it and being willing to dig into it, then I would get excited because I know, well, then what's my potential? If I can, can work through this block, I'm going to be even further ahead than I was, you know, when I didn't even know this was still kind of orbiting in my energy field or whatever it might be. And so when I saw all this information about that program that you have, the trigger, I'm like, this is perfect. This is so needed. That is, and it's funny because, you know, some people are going to see that and not like it, but I thought, oh, that's so perfect. I love that. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Cause that's exactly it. Like I was so, when I would be so triggered, I would like shut down and be so mad at myself. And now I'm like, congratulations, like good for me. Like just explored <laughs> a new edge, like let's dig it. And you know, I get excited about it now. And that's what I want people to experience way faster than I went through, <laughs> you know, like let's get excited, let's explore and let's find our power in the trigger instead of shutting ourselves down. Mm -hmm. It's happening no matter what. So you might as well come out on the other end of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Amy. It's been, yeah, a, a super expensive conversation. Like I said, palms are fully sweating. My whole, I'm like going to have to change my outfit now because I'm just like, that's what happens to me when I get really, like, really aligned with something really excited. I'll just start sweating. So that's awesome. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you both so much. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you and connect and just witness your growth from afar too. And, and just congratulations to the two of you because I know how much it takes. So just honoring and sending you guys so much love and congratulations. Oh, thank, thank you thank so you. much. And we'll make sure to include all of Amy's links in our show notes because we know you're going to want to go binge her stuff. And yeah, thank you so much. I love this conversation and we loved connecting with you today. Awesome. Thank you guys. We'll talk soon. If you've made it to the end of this episode, that means you're committed to expanding your mindset, shifting your beliefs and the journey back to self. We are so honored and absolutely grateful to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed this conversation, please help us spread the message by sending this episode to a friend. The Rising Rebel is dedicated to creating a paradigm shift where women remember how truly magical and innately worthy they are. See you next week, and remember, empowered women are good for the world. <laughs>